Works. I got Kate Holiday here with me. We dig in and dissect to a wide, wide variety of topics. Mm-hmm. Last week it was conspiracy theories. Part one. Part one. This yep. is part two. Yes. If you haven't done so yet, reach out to us, theweeklylab at gmail.com, mm-hmm. and give us your feedback. Suggestions. Suggestions. That's pretty much it. That's it. Just say hello. Yep. Let Just, us know uh, you're listening. Yeah. Reception reports, whatever it is, let us know where you're tuning in from. If you're using uh, iTunes for the podcast or if you are tuning in on shortwave radio, mm-hmm. we are broadcasted on WRMI. Yep. And uh, Jeff down in Miami yep. is the guy that's running the show for WRMI, and he sends our signal to the West Coast on, I believe it's 7730 oh, kilohertz. Yeah. Nah, you know more than I do. Well, in a lot of things, not just uh, this. <laughs> oh, oh, snap. Burn. Uh, 9395 goes to the uh, eastern seaboard of the United States. Okay. And there's another frequency that he broadcasts to uh, Central and South America. I don't know the top of my head. That's cool, though. That's pretty neat. Disirregardless. Disirregardless. I think that's pretty pretty neat. Yep. We are, uh, we're out there. So let us know where you're listening in from. Yep. Uh, today's going to be part two of the conspiracy theory episode. Yeah. We talked a little bit about it last show. Got to a lot of conspiracies. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just felt that there were too many to cut off into one 30-minute show. Right. So what did we talk about last week? We talked about... TWA Flight 800. Mm-hmm. The Malaysian flight. Malaysian flight, Area- uh, what was it, 370? MH370? Yes. Area 51. Area 51, yep. That's um, Hitler. One. Hitler escaping. Or not escaping. Or not escaping. Uh, and I think that was it. Okay. Maybe. We might be missing one or two. got to listen. Um, yeah. If you miss the show on WRMI, since it is playing live and you can't go back and listen to it, iTunes is the best way to listen. All our episodes are posted there. So if you guys have missed any of them, you can get caught up there for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, because I don't know. I can't remember if we talked about another one. But we had like a full list of things we wanted to talk about. So we were like, well, let's just make it into two parts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for Why sure. Why not? So, and I think we were debating at the end of the show last week on if we were going to talk about Area 51 or if the world is flat. And we chose Area 51. So do you want to start off where we left? Yeah. So there's flat earthers out there, right? People yep. that believe in 2019 that the earth is flat. Yeah. Immediate thoughts on that. Go ahead. Don't understand it at all. How is it possible after all these years that people still think the earth is flat? Well, they think it's a conspiracy. Well, how come nobody's fallen off of it? You know what <laughs> I mean? Maybe they have. Maybe they have. But Maybe these wow. missing mi- these missing persons fell off the edge of the earth. Actually, I think they I think they say that there's a huge ice shelf that's keeping people from falling off. Oh, so people in boats or whatever just get up to it and oh, turn around, like yeah. even though they have to go that way to get somewhere. Yes, they think that once you hit the ice, that's the edge of the earth, and you have to turn around and go the other way. That doesn't make any sense because if you're trying, like looking at a map, you're trying to get to somewhere on the other side of that ice shelf, mm-hmm. and that's the way you're going if you're in a boat or whatever it is where you're going to hit that ice shelf. So they believe, like, if you take a globe and just spread the thing out mm-hmm. on a table. So okay. if you can just somehow shatter it and just put it back together, but make it flat. Mm-hmm. They believe there's little navigational routes that you can take to connect. I'm not a scientist by any means, but picturing that in my mind makes no sense at all. Yeah. Well. Because what if you're, okay, so you flatten the map, right? I don't even know what it would look like. What's on the edge? Ice. So, no, I'm saying, like, what continent and, like, what's on the edge if you were to just slice it and open it up so basically 
I guess Antarctica would be the edge of everything. So you're telling me if you want to go to Antarctica to something on the other side of this, quote, flat map, you would literally go all the way across it? I'm telling you I'm not a flat earther, so I really don't know. I, if I you are a flat earther and you want to provide an explanation, give us your input. Theweeklylab at gmail.com. That's something I'm very interested in because I feel like it's been proven to time be incorrect. Time and time again. Yeah. It's just it's like there's... In, in my opinion, there's no way. There's no possible way with technology. Everything goes back to technology. There's too much stuff in the world that would make that impossible to prove. Right. Correct. That the world's flat. And I read something the other day about it when we got on the topic of conspiracy theories like a week ago. Um, that they were talking about like planes and stuff and how they're diverted from certain areas. Right. By like uh, the control tower or whatever it is. Um to like keep them away from these areas, yeah, like where they There's can't all, yeah. go off the. If you haven't done so already, just Google flat earthers, and you'll see all their different uh, hypothesis on, I just on that don't, entire topic. I don't know. I don't. Not, I don't get it. <laughs> you know, it's like you live in a world where you don't want to offend anybody or anything, and say that something's right and something's wrong. But mm -hmm. I feel like that's absolutely wrong. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? And no offense, I guess, to anybody who believes that, but it's just I would love an explanation. Or, like, a thought behind it. Or even if you don't believe it, what's your, like, playing devil's advocate side of it? Like, what could you somebody explain to me on why these people think that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm if you guys have any ideas, well. yeah, send us an email because I don't get it. Right. So at like, all. And I don't know how that's still a thing. Well, I mean, I'm a huge, uh, I'm a huge NASA fan. NASA. NASA. Yep. Um, anything space-related. We're going to do a episode on space. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just going to be Ryan talking for 30 minutes straight. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and go, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's a uh, there's a good friend of ours. His name's Andrew. He's out in California right now. We were with him in uh, Alaska, and we were stationed with him in New Jersey. Yep. And he's all about space. And uh, he actually re uh, gave us a shout-out and said, I want you guys to do an episode on space. Yep. And um, you were all about it, too. You're like, yeah. Space is huge. So I don't know what he wants us to focus on, but we're yeah. going to focus on something. So that'll be coming down we'll the line. We're going to do an episode on space. Yes. Um, however... That being said, I watch all sorts of uh, space documentaries, mm -hmm. NASA stuff, this, that, and the other. Yep. And given the technology we have, like you were saying, it all goes back to the technology. I don't know how people still think that the Earth is flat. I imagine now that you bring that like NASA aspect up, people who think that the Earth is flat possibly also believe that the moon landings were a sham. Absolutely. Because if somebody's out there flying around the Earth, Okay, so you just get to the back side of it. It's just like a piece of paper. There's just like nothing on the back side. It, it just hits. And you know? You hit it and you're like, oh crap, that's the end of it. Like what if you're like on the side of it, you can hardly see it because it's like the width of a paper. Well, you know. I don't get it. I don't either. Yeah, interesting. Or people that think that like we live in a dome. Oh, like we're, we're an experiment or something? Something like that. Did you ever see the biodome? No. Like when you were a kid? No. You don't remember that movie? Oh, it was a movie. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, it was n like a non-realistic movie, but these guys got trapped in a dome and they had to live in there. Like, I used to love that movie. Interesting. I would say it was like mid to late 90s that it came out. I don't know. Wow. You should check it out. Definitely. Yeah. But no, I don't think, I think one of the, that is one of the conspiracy theories that to me I could just debunk in my own mind. Yeah. In in your own mind. Yeah. Sure. Like I, like However, I said, I'm not a scientist or anything, but I right. just feel like... There's plenty of people that believe different things, and that's why we're here talking about sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. Um, another one. Do you want to do Bigfoot? Well, I already said it. Let's I do it. there's a squatch in these woods. <laughs> I don't know if Bigfoot is a conspiracy as much as like a myth or an urban, urban legend. Yeah. 
Well, I think that people turned it into a conspiracy theory because they probably think that, like, the government created Bigfoot and they're, like, screwing with us or something. Or they know that Bigfoot exists. They have evidence of it. Same, like, with aliens and stuff. They're like, they know. They just haven't disclosed it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Bigfoot, yes or no? Does he exist? Is he real? I think that there's... there. I mean, I think there's a potential for an animal to be out there that's big like that, but I don't think... Like a bear? Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think that there's a Bigfoot. Like a tall, hairy man-looking thing okay. walking around. I don't. I mean, I've never seen evidence. I've watched some of those goofy shows like Squatch Hunting or whatever yeah. it is. However, I, I do. I just have to point this out. Okay. Anytime you watch a show that's based on a certain um, item or a certain object that they're going after, any noise they hear, it's always that. Yeah, they and never. And I'll give you an example. You watch Ghost Hunters. Mm-hmm. They hear something. It's a ghost. Yeah. You watch people hunting bigfoot they hear a twig break it's definitely bigfoot definitely you know they see a footprint in the dirt or something it's definitely bigfoot right like there are gigantic people out there you know people searching for the largest squid on earth they have underwater footage of a shadow and they're like that's the big squid yeah it's like that's just a shadow come on bro and we talked about that like fears and stuff swimming in the mariana's trench there's so many species that you don't even know what's down there yeah. so how can and you say still, for sure right and they're still um discovering more you know in the in the rainforest and whatnot around the world yeah and i don't doubt that there's stuff that we haven't discovered like i know you said a bear but i feel like who knows maybe there is something else out there but i don't think it's a hairy man-like creature like bigfoot well do you think he like lives in a cabin or do you think he has a tent or what do you think he might be behind people's shower curtains you think so <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, that's funny yeah there's a uh there's a guy tavin dillard mm-hmm. i think that's his uh, stage name you should give him a quick google search yeah um he does some pretty funny stand-up stuff and he was uh we actually watched a video earlier today where he was yep. talking about how bigfoot only presents himself to one person at a time yeah conveniently so, so if you ever go into uh if you're ever at somebody's house and you have to take a leak, check behind that shower <laughs> curtain before you go into the bathroom because that's my, probably where Bigfoot is. Yeah, he might just be in there like peekaboo. Yeah, that's what he said. He only, he, he yeah, only presents to one person at was, a time. He was just asking people if they check behind the shower curtain if they're in some random person or I guess their friend's bathroom or something. Because yep. you never know who might back, be back there. It might be Bigfoot. Could be. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I want to say that there's something out there, but I don't think it's a Bigfoot creature. Okay. So I don't know if I totally believe that. What do right. you think? Um, no, I don't think. I think by now we would have captured um, more evidence than what's been presented to us that Bigfoot exists. What if the government's withholding? What if they have one at Area 51 in the cage and they just don't want to tell us? They really pulled the wool over my eyes. Yeah. You never know. You never know. But I don't, yeah, I don't think, I don't think that Bigfoot exists. Right. Or is, like, because don't they say that the majority of Bigfoot sightings has happened in, like, Oregon and Washington? Yeah, in the Pacific Northwest. I've lived there multiple times, never seen evidence. Well, there you go. Kate Holiday's <laughs> never seen it. It does not exist, people. It does not exist. Um, Once again, debunked, just right. like the last debunked. one. Debunked. <laughs> the Mythbusters all of a sudden? Maybe. Is that what they said? No, myth go- busted. Yeah, they Ghost Adventures would say debunked. Debunked, When they were okay. trying to debunk noises. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so being in September, yep. you have to mention 9-11. I suppose. Conspiracy, yes or no? No. You don't think so? No. Okay. I think there's way, I just, it's the same thing with that flight that possibly got shot down or not. I just think that I, in my heart, I don't want to think that the government would do something like that. And do you think the government is capable of doing something like that? I don't know. That's so hard because there's so much stuff that goes into that. So many technicalities that go into that. Like, 
And why? Like, if it ever came to light, there would be well, such they, a rebellion. The people think it's because they wanted us to go to war for oil. Overseas. For Earl. Yeah, but the president has oil so much power. Money. If you really want to go to war, just declare war. Yeah. Or well, go over there and yeah. stake your claim. I mean, I can see what they're saying about that because, I mean, a president that just declares war for no reason. People would be like, what are you doing? Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. But I go back to... Um, say it was a conspiracy. None of those planes, like people claim that those planes were just holograms. Mm-hmm. There was nobody on board. Okay, so a hologram destroyed a building? It was like a missile that had like a hologram around it, presenting as a plane. Um, however, I think they have flight numbers. Yeah. So every ticket agent for American Airlines mm-hmm. would have to be in on it, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, where's flight, whatever it was. Yeah. And the person, the person for the airlines checking all the tickets, sending the people down the runway, like... The CEO. Yeah, air traffic control. Like, all them people would have to be in on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the people in air traffic control would see the people going down the breezeway to the plane and then, like, getting off and going somewhere. And then you have to keep or all of those people quiet. they say flight 555 out of Boston was hijacked. And then Boston could be like, we didn't have a flight 555. You know I what I mean? I just don't understand. Yeah. I think there's too many people... That would have to be involved in a conspiracy theory of that magnitude for that to ever work. Now, if it was military aircraft that kind of like fly under the radar and... It goes back to the same thing, though. They labeled them as commercial flights. Right. people's names. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they had the list of passengers on board and all right. that kind of stuff. And so, like, what do you... It's the same thing. What do you do with all those people who were on board? Like, they just miraculously disappeared and the government's, like, hiding them now? Right. That makes no sense to me. Um, the other thing was that they knew it was going to happen. They, being the government, knew it was going to happen. They stood down their defenses. And just let it happen? And they just let it happen. They didn't have any fighter craft that were capable of being scrambled that day. Um, how would how would they know it's going to happen, though? Like, what's the story behind that? Well, the CIA does all sorts of crazy stuff all around the world. Yeah. They have intel on all you, sorts of stuff. Do you think that's a possibility? Um, I think the government probably knew that the chances of an attack was elevated. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they knew like which flights it was going to be. Yeah, or exactly the plan. Right. Right. I mean, it's kind of imminent at that point. Like there was some stuff going on, and I mean, yeah, it, having an inkling of something that's going to happen, but knowing the exact specifics, the flight, exactly where they were going to attack, and all that kind of stuff, I just don't see it adding up. Now, wasn't there? Um, a YouTube video made. Mm-hmm. I forget what it's called. Loose Change. Loose Change, yeah. I don't understand that title. Yeah. But um, I did watch that, and I, I don't know. I, I didn't really buy into it. And no. I know a lot of people watched it and was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the explanations were decent. I just don't think that they could successfully pull it off with how many people involved. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a lot of different things. Like, if you watch that... And if all those things are indeed facts, then mm-hmm. yes, there is some shady stuff going on. Yeah. That goes back to, do I think the government knew something was going to was gonna happen? Probably because mm-hmm. of their counter um, counterintelligence department. Yeah. Probably give them a brief. Yeah. However, I don't know. I just, I don't think they had the details that everybody thinks that they did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I know that's a hot topic. Yeah. A sensitive subject. Yes. So we don't have to dig in and dissect too much more into that because I feel like that's been. I mean, it's been years and years and years since it happened. 15 years. It's just been 
picked apart. Yeah, and I was going to say, people continue to pick it apart, and especially, like, after another terrorist attack or something like that happens, mm-hmm. um, they all go back to that and say, like, we should have known this was going to happen. Like, here are the red flags. And some are right. some are a little bit more, like, obvious than others, like the Boston Marathon bombings and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely a sensitive topic. And, yeah, I mean, it is September, so everyone, of course, knows that it occurred this month back in the day. Um, but, yeah, I don't think I don't think it was a government conspiracy. And if it was, shame on them. Extremely. Shame on them. <laughs> because, like, how can you live with that in your conscience? But, anyways. Yeah. I digress. I say. digress <laughs> as well. Um, another yeah. one you brought up was, uh, what, Freemasonry? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? There's a lot of conspiracies following Freemasonry. I don't really think it's one specific conspiracy. I okay. think that people just think they do shady stuff. Like, um, oh, man, I'm trying. It's always It always goes back to Ghost Adventures. What was that group that they were following? Had the Hellfire Club um, overseas. Like, in the first season, they followed and did some investigations of, like, the Hellfire Club. And they were into, like, really weird stuff. And they were talking about how they were similar to the Freemasons mm-hmm. in America. Because I think they were over in, like, Scotland or something right. like that. And they're just saying that. The Freemasons do weird things. Like, there's been talk to like talk about like sacrifices and like rituals and all sure. these other kinds of weird things. Um, I don't really know much about them, mm-hmm. so I can't. And it's like it's so secretive, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah. it's just as a former Freemason, because mm-hmm. I did go through uh, the Freemasonry um, process. Mm-hmm. I was uh, born, passed, and raised, as they like to say. Or whatever it is, it differs from lodge saying, to you lodge. Know better than me, yeah. Uh, I can, I can personally debunk all of those myths about Freemasonry, all those conspiracies. Yeah, but no women are allowed in, right? No lim- all, women are allowed in. It's all men. It's men. There's, it's very basic to get, um, to to join. You just have to be a male. You have to be born free, and you have to believe in a supreme being. Mm-hmm. And they don't specify. As far as... A supreme being. No. So if you are one of those people that feel like you can talk to rocks and that that's your God or whatever, it's they invite you being. in. Sure. Yeah. Um, if you um, are a Buddhist, if you believe in Hinduism, Islam, mm-hmm. Christianity, um, Judaism, whatever it may be, you're welcome to attend as long as you are a male and you were born free. Yeah. And they will do their little background research on you. They'll come and talk to you, all this kind of stuff, and you join and you're um, admitted to a lodge. But I feel like the joining process isn't like you just sign up for a book club or something. No. I mean, you know what I mean? they'll come and they'll, I mean, I think it took me like two or three months yeah, there's a for them. Process. They did a background check on me. They came and talked to me at my house. Um, Didn't all I this have kind to of leave? Stuff. I feel uh, like I had to leave the house when they came to talk to you or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. Like I couldn't be around or something. I don't know. I don't know. But I can tell you right now, nothing crazy goes on in there. I honestly think, and I've said this many times, I think it's just a way for guys to get away from their wives for a few nights a week. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it's just stemmed so many conspiracies. Right. Because so no... like if you look at a map of Washington, D.C., like, um, you know, if you do an overhead, the streets are laid out as like a compass in a square, which mm-hmm. is the sign of Freemasonry. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, it is. You can yeah, look, at, you look it. at it. However, the founding fathers, most of them are Freemasons, and mm-hmm. they probably designed it to be that way. Yeah. And I don't even think not there's a... any type of, um, you know, sinister aspect to it, or they didn't have anything evil in mind or anything like that. I think that was just one of the little things that they did to, you know, whatever. Yeah. 
And I think just because it was a, quote, secret society, people linked it to, like, the Illuminati and stuff like that. Just other secret societies. Yeah, yeah. well, that's the thing. Like, Freemasonry is the entrance. uh, It's the entrance to all of your other societies. So, like, the Knights Templar. Mm -hmm. um, There's a few others I can't think of off the top of my head. You know, you got your your York and you got your Scottish Rite. Um, The Shriners is another one. Mm -hmm. All those people have to be Freemasons first. Oh, so, so it's kind of like you're getting your foot in the door if you want to go do something else. That's right, that's a stone. requirement is to be a Freemason in order to get into that. Hmm, I didn't know that. Mm, yep. But I remember we used to go to like pancake breakfasts and stuff that the Freemasons did. It's like, yep. I don't feel like there's anything sinister about a pancake breakfast raising money for charity. No, you know? it's literally you sit in a the lodge, they recite a whole bunch of stuff that goes back to the years and years, I mean hundreds of years ago. Yeah. That hasn't been changed. Um, it's your ceremony. And then they literally say, all right, well, the floor is open. What's going on, everybody? And then people just start talking about stuff. Yeah. So I don't think the Freemasons have any type of influence on anything in the world. I think it would be the same as if, like, a guy was dating somebody or married to somebody and had, like, a man cave in the garage and said, no girls allowed. Of course, everyone would start to talk, like, what goes on in there? Yeah. You know, like, and that's how rumors get started. And then. I think the Freemasons just continuing their secretiveness over the years has just continued to build and build and build. And they're like, really, what are they doing there at all yeah. those lodges? And really, they're doing good charity work. Yeah. And I think if there was anything sketchy going on, somebody would have gotten, like, somebody would have intervened. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? If you look at, like, Freemason incidents, like, certain stuff has happened mm-hmm. that uh, has included stuff like murder. Yeah. Um, but do you think it's just because they're <laughs> under the microscope? No. It's just... There's a a ritual or a rite that you an, an initiation that you go through. Okay. And they make it to where it's very uh, very fearful. Mm-hmm. So like when you're being initiated, you're blindfolded. It's like joining a fraternity. Exactly. Okay. And there's just been cases of things not going as planned, and people have been killed in the process. Like from panic attacks? No, like oh. one person was shot. Oh. Yeah, like somebody brought a gun in to initiate somebody and they thought they had blanks <laughs> in it and it was a 357 round and the person was shot like oh, that type of stuff. Oh, that's bad planning. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. I mean that kind of stuff happens so that's all the news gets. They don't yeah. get the other side of the story. So of course gonna... it's going to run from there. But the same thing, like fraternities and sororities have the same kind of tradition and they do stupid stuff to initiate people and I sure. know mishaps like that have happened. Maybe yeah. not to that extent. Uh, well, actually probably there has been. But it's just, I, th- I think it's because they're under the microscope that it, like, blows up and be like, what are they doing with guns in there, you yeah. know? It's just, like, it's so blown out of proportion just because of the news. Yep, it does. Definitely. But, no, I don't. I mean, I've, I'm always, obviously a female, and I've never been part of the Freemasons like you, but I don't, I don't believe that they're, like, sacrificing people and, like, you know what I mean? Just doing weird stuff against yeah. everybody, against the government and the, like, people and all that kind of stuff. So, no, I don't think... I don't agree with that conspiracy. Well, see there? Then I, would you say we debunked it? Yeah, we're debunking all these today. Yeah, we are. Debunked. Uh, how much time we got left? Uh, we have about seven minutes. Seven minutes. At the most. What about chemtrails? Have you heard about those? Um, I didn't until you told me. Okay. And I started researching stuff. And the fact that people think the government can control the weather and things like that just blows my mind again. These conspiracy theories and think that things that people believe are just interesting. I just find them 
I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. So what's the theory? What's the conspiracy behind chemtrails? So anytime an aircraft gets above, I would say probably 25, 30,000 feet, mm-hmm. the engines that are super hot are going through super cooled air. Right. Depending and- on how much pre- precipitation is in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Determines how long the chemtrail, the chemtrail, how long the vapor trail behind a jet engine is going to be. Mm-hmm. So usually, if you see those long trails behind a jet when he's flying over, yeah, you know it's going to rain within like the next 48, 72 hours. Because there's a lot of moisture in there. That's exactly. why it's so long. Yeah. Hmm. Um, some people are claiming that um, these are. It's called the secret large-scale atmospheric program. Right. And that they can. Um, that they're dropping like toxic substances on mm-hmm. the population. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them say that they um, are dispersing something from the aircraft to control the weather. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, it's just all sorts of, of craziness. Yeah. There was one local area in Idaho that believed that they were being poisoned by planes flying over. It's like, so you're telling me that every commercial flight that flies over your house is laced with some chemicals See, and they're dropping it onto you? It's like, how many people have to be involved? Because there's some days where I look outside in the sky. And they're everywhere. Every single plane is dumping these chemtrails. So you just go outside and you're like, oh, oh, oh. Like, <laughs> <You know? laughs> when it's really bad, you're like, oh, I'm dying. But you know, it's like. I don't get it. So just look up in the sky at any random time. If you have the flight app, uh, Flight Aware, I think it is. It shows mm-hmm. you a live radar of where you are and the planes so above you. So many planes. So you got Southwest, United, FedEx, UPS, and let's just throw in American. That's five airlines right there. Mm-hmm. You're telling me all five of those airlines that are leaving chemtrails have to are involved in this conspiracy. Have to. At least that's what people think. You know. Yeah, I don't know, and that goes along with um, people. I found these very uh, somewhat entertaining people think that the tornado that hit joplin was created by the government see that's another thing and they say that it was produced in some place in alaska where we've lived i never saw this place definitely but it's a place that like surveys the northern lights the aurora borealis it does environmental observations and things like that we drove by it on our way to kodiak but that makes like it's called the uh i think it's it's a long name high frequency alaska observatory or something like that. yeah i think there's another acronym thrown in there or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. but these people are saying like from what i gathered from the conspiracy that i was reading they think that like the government whipped up this tornado in alaska and somehow pinpointed it on a tiny town in missouri that nobody really heard of you probably did because you live next to it yep never heard of a day in their life and just planted that devastating tornado right on that tiny little town wow like what would be the the story behind how they picked that one town and there was something about fires in philadelphia that they thought were created by the government (laughs) so if anybody has any ideas on how that'd be even physically or scientifically possible give us an email yeah send us an email because i don't understand that like literally you like scoop i just picture it like you go to Petco and you buy a fish and they scoop out the fish and like put it in a jar because mm-hmm. that's where you get it from. Like I, f- I feel like the government like, like let's go over to Alaska and they just like bottled up this tornado and then somebody drove to Joplin and was like, boop, and just like popped <laughs> it Dropped it off on the side of the road. I don't understand. Like, that's littering. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about how everything is surrounded by technology where you could debunk these things, but oh. I don't think we're that capable of having the technology to wrap up weather and transport it to a very specific location. Yeah. Like maybe from like that area where they do all the testing in Alaska, like across the street. Like I could maybe see that one day. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean though? Like yeah. being able to create your own atmosphere mm-hmm. and then be like, okay, let's scoot it a foot to the right. I don't know. I think the earth's so big and especially going through uh, pilot training, you see how fast the weather can change. 
even I, if I just don't feel like the government could ever get a grasp on that. Yeah, I was gonna say you even know? if you could, you have to have the right conditions in that area to create a tornado anyways right so if you were to bottle it up take it there and like unleash it what if the atmosphere isn't right it would just be like <laughs> it's just like <laughs> you're like oh, oh let's go fail. back to alaska you know what i mean definitely like that blew my mind when i read that and that goes along with the chemtrails or vapor trails and stuff yeah. i i however I real quick how much okay. time we got uh you got two minutes go all right so um if you're listening in on shortwave you probably already know about number stations and you've oh, heard about this, too. You've, yeah, you've played them for me. Yeah. Those are weird. So these number stations come across uh, shortwave radio frequencies, mm-hmm. and it is literally what it sounds like. Some lady, lady. or some guy, it's usually a female, yeah. is just reading off these numbers in a different language. Yeah. A lot of time it's Spanish coming from Cuba. Mm-hmm. I've heard them in Russian. Mm-hmm. And it's just somebody for about two minutes, you know, uno, uno, dos, uno, tres, just... For two minutes straight. So monotone, too. It's yep. really creepy. Somebody giving out numbers. And yeah. the conspiracy behind this yep. is that there are spies throughout the United States that have a little shortwave that they pop up their antenna, mm-hmm. and they jot those down, and they decode it. Yeah, but what? I don't For what? Well, I know you said they were like... There's um, been a case where there's been a spy in the United States that was convicted and charged, mm-hmm. and that's how she got her information was through... A number station out of Cuba. Yeah, if you guys hear so them. So they're still doing it. I bet you can find videos of the number stations on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, just go to you, YouTube, type in shortwave number stations. It's really creepy. I remember Ryan tuned it in before and was like, hey, you need to come listen to this mm-hmm. and see what I'm talking about. And I was like, that is so creepy. Like, what is, yeah. what's happening and what's the point of it? Yeah. Anyway, you're listening to The Lab. We'll be digging and dissect to a wide variety of topics. Give us an email, uh, theweeklylab at gmail.com. Let us know where you're listening in from and yep. any topic suggestions. Next, I think we're going to talk about space. Yeah. After that, it. we had somebody request uh, an episode on the bucket list. Yeah. So we're going to talk about things we want to do before we die, and we're going to talk about the things that he wrote down, see how much of them match up. Yeah. See if, like, common lists match up with ours. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Bucket list are, you know, very, very individual. Yes. Like I have no desire to travel to Paris. No? No. Although I am trying to speak French. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Well, French Eh. is spoken other places. Yeah, that's true. Definitely. Um, So we'll probably talk about that in a couple shows from now. Yep. And, uh, yep, listen in on iTunes. We upload every Saturday and also on WRMI over shortwave. This is The Lab. My name is Kate Holiday, and I'm here with Ryan Rivers. Make sure to listen in every week.